You're listening to Zone 1 Digest, bringing together Zone 1 Radio's best and brightest and compacting it into one easily digestible lump. I'm Stuart Hardy, Zone 1 Radio's furry-faced chimp that makes this clip show and deals with death threats regularly. I'm your host for this edition, and to start out with, barging his way into official events and demanding he be addressed as VIP, Matthew Layton actually politely asked Autosport whether he could come to their international conference in Birmingham, where the great and the good of motorsport industry gather every January. And this time, they actually accepted him. See, being polite pays off. Granted, he's mates with Andy Vanderberg, but still, it's a lesson worth learning from the great man. The great man who played Black Sabbath on this week's show, which gets a Zone 1 Digest seal of approval. See, I've got a stamp and everything. Actually says on it, Zone 1 Digest seal of approval. It's like I'm official and everything. Anyway, over to Matthew for more. So here it is, one of my favourite parts of the year, 20 minutes with Autosport Editor-in-Chief Andy Vandenberg on what to look forward to in motorsport this year. I'm really surprised you didn't turn up in a sedan chair today. You seem to be king of all you survey here. Ah, uh, if only that were true. But you do get a very nice vantage point from the, uh, the top of our double-decker stand. And uh, no, it's, uh, it's quiet at the moment, but on the weekend when the, uh, when the general public are here, it'll be absolutely swarming. Um, I really enjoyed seeing John Surtees today. Yes. He's always got something to say, hasn't he? Yeah, and funnily enough, um, as uh, your listeners may be aware, the la- these first two issues of the year we've done a, a retrospective on Graham Hill and Damon Hill and next week's uh, John Surtees and uh, uh, won't be breaking any uh, embargoes by saying I'm going to start my leader by joining this campaign for him to get his knighthood because I, I think it's it's one of those strange anomalies that you know the man that's got this unique achievement of being world champion on two wheels and four something that's hard to see ever being repeated uh, is continually ignored by the honours list and obviously next year will be the uh, 50th anniversary of his Formula 1 World Championship so what better time to, to kick off the uh, Sir John campaign you have to get on Twitter you won't like that <laughs> I, I, I occasionally tweet as my profile says <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we looking forward to this weekend what are, the big, what, what are you looking forward to this weekend well what I really like uh, doing is having a wander around and just looking at the sheer diversity of the, the, the things going on here because not all of it's stuff that's necessarily covered in uh, also sport like a lot of the short oval stuff and some of these British things they're really amazing pieces of kit when you when you see them up close um, unfortunately it's not here on the on the public days but if you go to autosport engineering there's some absolutely amazing things that they're doing in there and it's, it's all quite high-tech widgety stuff but if you if you actually give give it a bit of attention and the, 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 the sort of interest it deserves some of it's absolutely fascinating so you're, I tend to be you're uh, not very well hidden in an anorak coming out there uh, <laughs> no whereas you know the sort of like the Jackie Stewart uh, collection that we've got here is fantastic I had a look it's uh, but I've seen those cars before yeah. you know maybe not all together but I've seen those cars whereas there's some of the things over there I just, I've never seen anything like it you know and that's what I love well I picked up on a really nice story that I'm going to uh, chase up in a couple of weeks but um, Sunoco had covered their they put somebody into the t- uh, 24 hours of day they, they do the yeah Rolex. even Bellarosa is and, this year but, but the guy in the second series in the Grand Am series is a guy who drives the, in the Legend series over here which that's is the, correct, the, the yeah. little 5.8 scale Fords and he's got yes. this He's a bit of a journeyman. He's been racing for 12 years. Yeah. But Lawrence Davies, he's, he's going over to America. I mean, uh, Anders Hildebrand of uh, Sunoco has just done a fantastic job there. And uh, originally, it was they just found a... Uh, they it, It's opened up for drivers of 
various national level championships in the UK. And first of all, it was just to drive in the 24 in the big cars. But then you managed to get enough back in, like you say, for this, uh, to go down even deeper into the British series to find one for these GT cars. And I was there last year, um, and I think there were 65 cars in that race. I mean, they're, they're like big Mustangs and things, yeah. Camaros. They sound they're, absolutely they're called, amazing. They're called Stangs. You've Stangs, got to call Stangs. Stangs. Only cars. <laughs> um, but uh, it was... You know, it's something to behold, and what an amazing prize, and that's something he'd ever probably do off his own back. But then to be given this, and they put them in good teams as well. You know, and last year, I mean, it was Nazir. Yeah, and Aaron Steele was the guy that got in the the GT drive. Unfortunately, the, the car broke, but when he was when it went, it was he was he was quick in it too. Do you know what he does for a day job? Aaron Steele. Mm. Uh, enlighten me. Sells iPods. He works in an Apple store. <laughs> <Does> he? <laughs> is is so, he but a it, genius? But that's no, yeah, yeah self-proclaimed. Um, but it's just, that's the kind of thing that uh, Anders seems to be opening up. It's kind yeah. of like the guy from the iPod store gets to go and race in the states. And, uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, what a, what a brilliant initiative, and, I, and I'm really pleased that it's, it's suddenly it's getting more and more publicity. Let's crawl down out out of Anders. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not a place I want to be. <laughs> London GP can be heard every week on Zone1Radio.com. This is Zone One Digest, the best of Zone One Radio. I'm Stuart Hardy, and next up, Zone One Radio's food show in good taste. And this week, they went and had a chat with Kelly Moss, author of the Cape Cod Cookbook. And strangely, they leave out of the discussion one vital topic that's always fascinated me. Why is it called Cape Cod? And while I consult Wikipedia for the answer to this baffling mystery, you should have a listen to In Good Taste. I, you know, I'm American, but I live over here. But every August, I go home and meet my family at the beach. We've got a beach house, and we've got lots of visitors. And every time somebody came, they always had one dish that they like to make year after year. And we started collecting the recipes. You know, it, it kind of started snowballing because we could never find the little pieces of paper that people left their recipes on. You know, and my mom passed away a couple years ago, and... You know, we were looking through her stuff for recipes, but she had them all, you know, kind of in her head. You know, we started putting them in a scrapbook. You, I, I was always surprised how many of my our friends couldn't cook, because, you know, we grew up cooking. But they all come to that beach house, and they all have one recipe that they like to cook. Now, with this being radio, what you won't realize is that Kelly was in a wheelchair following an accident which left her paraplegic. I had an accident um, 10 years ago while I was on a safari in uh, Namibia and uh, I was kind of in a more remote place at the time and I uh, injured my spinal cord at uh, C5. Spent six months in the hospital here in England and then came home and just kind of been getting on with it ever since. So the cookbook really is a phenomenal achievement and the photography done by Kelly is truly amazing. But don't just take our word for it. Two of her biggest fans were there in the kitchen, getting on with the cooking whilst we'd been talking. We've got Simonetta and Benedetta, two very good friends who have uh, also contributed recipes to the book. And today, what are you making over there, Benedetta? We are doing a farfalla la vodka, which is a sauce made with uh, pancetta, Italian pancetta or better guanciale, which is uh, even uh, better for this uh, dish. It's very difficult to find it here in uh, London, though. And, um, and then we cook, the, we fry the pancetta with some chili, if you like. And then you use uh, a tomato sauce, which I already prepared. And then you 
pour probably a cup, a small cup of uh, vodka. You let it evaporate, and then you put at the very end, when it's evaporated, the vodka, plenty of basil leaves, and parmesan cheese. Are you excited to be in the recipe book? Oh, we are. I mean, we, we really follow the, the developments of it and we are very yes, proud. Yes, so we could that. see every, every step of it. Yes. <laughs> you know, this is an amazing woman, as you can see. You know, mm -hmm. despite her, you know, situation over there, she has you know, assembled a book all by, all by herself. And we have, uh, we can yeah. witness that because we have seen yeah. her doing everything and Starting the choice of the, she's an amazing photographer. Apart from those pictures in the book, you should see all the other pictures she can take. She's unbelievable good. And, and she uh, paints as well. And she paints. Mm -hmm. So uh, she's... Uh, she skis, uh, she dives, uh, I mean, she does all things. Then <laughs> <laughs> you can come once a week. But on Tuesdays, uh, oh. you can uh, knock on the door and see what's going on. Normally it was Friday, so we have to anticipate it. Did you turn up? No, I just turn, turn, up. Turn, up. turn up. Turn up. Turn up. Zone One Radio. Taste can be heard every week on ZoneOneRadio.com. Hello, listeners. This is Zone One Digest, the absolute best of the one and only Mayor of London funded community radio station for central London. We were going to do the whole of London, but they smelt weird, and so we gave them a wedgie and sent them to the corner. And now, that's the end of the show. Well, it is after our final clip for this edition from London Life, the show about life in London. That's what it says on the tin, really. Hosted by silly Mr. Ian Hawkins, where on London Life, they this week realised, hey, Zone 1 Radio's now moved to a brand new studio right next to the Thames. So let's make an edition actually on the Thames. So, the only radio show made so far this year to take place on the River Thames, as far as I know, this is London Life Rides a Thames Clipper. Thanks for listening, this has been Zone 1 Digest, and until next time, stay tuned to all the great content coming up on zone1radio.com and follow us on our Twitter handle at twitter.com slash z1radio. Over to you, London Life. So, what, what have you been up to this morning? Where did you go? This morning, I went to... Uh, I went on the Clipper. The Thames Clipper. The Thames Clipper. I've uh, I've took my trusty iPad and I went down and I recorded the people and the things that make the Clipper what the Clipper is. Um, in the shadow of Big Ben, or rather across the water from Big Ben, more accurately in the shadow of the London Eye. As I look at it, it looks entirely stationary. It doesn't seem to be moving. Ah, well, okay, fair enough. Uh, what is moving is the ground that I'm standing on because I'm on one of the piers underneath the London Eye waiting for the Thames Clipper to come and pick me up. I don't know if you've seen these. Bossing up and down the Thames uh, on the water, there are these very, very fast catamaran boats that take tourists and commuters from Westminster all the way up into the Docklands, uh, Greenwich and or various points in between. So here I am, I'm just going to go and see, uh, experience for the first time, a clipper. Uh, it's £5.40 for the privilege, so hopefully it'll be, it'll be, produce a dizzying high. Thank you very much, have a good day. Thank you. Clipper? Yes, that's one. Thank you very much. Nice and warm inside, but I'm slipping out the back to where the engines are. Yes, that's me walking past the bar. Well, that's us turning around. We've now, we've now got it facing in the direction we want to go, pitching around a bit. 
And if you want photos of the big things, this is the this is the place to get them from. You know, you've got the Houses of Parliament there, you've got the London Eye, you can't really get a better vantage point than on the back of this boat, I'd say. Hi. Hello. I'm from a local radio station called Zone One. Oh yeah. I'm doing a little feature about the Clippers. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions about my name is Ian, your name is Jan. Jan, and this is Ronnie. Ronnie, nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. And Jan, so why, why are you taking the clipper today? What are you off to see? Uh, we want to do the um, the cable uh, car uh, across the Thames. So we're heading down to North Greenwich. Okay. The idea is then when we've done that. We'll jump on one and come back to uh, to Greenwich and, and have a look at the Caddy Sark now that that's been uh, renovated. Spruced up. Yeah. And do you, do, why did you take the tube, Jan? Because uh, this is so much more lovely. In fact, uh, those are the words I just said to Ronnie. Yeah. Isn't this so much nicer than the tube? Yes. <laughs> and it's got a bar as well. You, you've, gone, <laughs> you've gone and got a Costa, which is... Well, we've only just had breakfast. It's a bit early. It's a bit early. <laughs> you, do you live in London? Or are you? Yeah. Well, Hertfordshire. Hertfordshire. Yeah. So we are. Yeah. So we were up for the uh, ballet last night at Covent Garden, uh -huh. and uh, tonight we're going to see Jersey Boys. So we've made a little bit of a so mini culture. break. So culture. Yeah. Very. <laughs> Yes, if you want a show on Zone One, um, you obviously you're a bit more cultured than I am, so you can have my job. Oh yeah. But well, they were Christmas presents. These are Christmas presents. To each other, yes. Oh, that is. Uh, I, I love the cable car. I've done that for, yeah. on my birthday. You've done it, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I it's haven't. lovely. On a well, hopefully the, the sun will keep shining. It's uh, lovely to see a bit of blue sky out there uh, today. So hopefully that's going to last. Thanks very much for Yeah, Jan's right. This is a nicer way of travelling. There's a there's a bar. It's got a coffee, so there's you, you don't have to buy alcoholic drinks, though you can if you are so moved. Uh, you can get a coffee, you can get crisps, you can get probably sandwiches as well. And it's inside. It's a little bit like um. A little bit more like an airline. There are these the airline seats with the with the fold-up trays on the back and the the safety cards for passengers in the tucked in. And it's a little bit quieter. It's certainly a bit warmer. It's amazing how little we use the river now. There was certainly a time when something like a, a, a fifth of all the all the cargo in the world was unloaded into London. Uh, so. I suppose there would have been a time where you couldn't move on the water for, for boats and things and there'd be people, lots of little ferries, probably one-man band outfits that would just ferry you back and forth across the river, you know, for a couple of, you know, the equivalent, a couple of quid. I know, it's, it's uh, that's all gone. There's just these, these few remaining things, mostly touristy boats doing the tours and clippers uh, that are doing this commuter route. London Morris can be heard every week on zone1radio.com. Zone1radio.com.